Hey friends, welcome back to My Sister Made Me View It podcast. This is the Roswell 1999 edition. Uh, if you're not all caught up, I just want to let you know we finished season one. We're done. Woo! Megan, you made it through. I'm super proud of you. Super proud of you. And uh, this episode, uh, we're doing a little intermediate episode where we're going to talk about season one, talk about Megan's initial theories, where they went right, where they went wrong, uh, and the theories that she has for season two. And I didn't put any theories for it because I've actually seen this season. I'm so excited to get into it. But uh, we just want you to sit back, relax, enjoy this just real chill, chill episode. And here we go. it hello friends hello listeners welcome back to our quick little intermediate episode um i told megan i was like well let's just do like a quick little 10 minute thing before we do the next episode and meg's like uh i think we're gonna talk about this for more than 10 minutes and i'm like you're probably right so here we are in case you are joining us for the first time during this intermediate episode you're a very brave soul i commend you let me give you a quick quick rundown this is my sister made me view it where each sister makes the other sister watch something they've refused to read or watch for years and years and years roswell the 1999 version is my pick and megan has never seen this before so and that's what we do we watch an episode and then we talk about it i'm gonna start us off with some animosity i think i made the right choice (laughs) of never watching this show (laughs) Now, there have been some good moments, and there's been some solid storytelling, but I'm just going to let you guys know, going into this, I haven't enjoyed this show. I've enjoyed making this podcast, and I love my sister, but I don't really care about these teenagers (laughs) and their drama. (laughs) That's fine. And so, because I watched this when I was a teen... Think back to teenage Megan. Would you? Would teenage Megan have liked this show? What do you think? I don't think so, because uh, as a teenager, I was constantly frustrated and furious at my friends constantly breaking up and getting back together, and that's like <laughs> the central bit of this. Plus, as a teen, I preferred fantasy to science fiction, so I was a Buffy watcher, mm-hmm. and I, I. I don't think as a teenager I would have liked Roswell. Okay. Okay. But what do I know? I haven't been a teenager in years. Thank you for watching it, though. I hope I've told you that enough. I really appreciate you doing this. I have fun doing it. The podcast is called My Sister Made Me View It, not My Sister (laughs) Taylor Made an Experience. (laughs) There you go. Well, so when we, we started this podcast, it was me not having really seen season one but loving season two and so Uh we're going to kind of give a recap to season one and i kind of wanted to talk about some of the tropes that we saw and some of the story plots that we loved ones that we didn't but yeah this is the this is the story of alien human hybrids living in roswell new mexico in the 90s late 90s and just trying to fit in and Uh, I didn't know they were hybrids. That was something new we found out this finale episode. So Mm -hmm. there was a 
Something this season did well is it did answer the big questions of the season, which was the aliens wanted to know, who are we? How did we get here? Where did we come from? Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yes. So Roswell is told through the diary of a young girl (laughs) named Liz, and she is soulmates with an alien named Max. And I tried to divine everyone's names before we watched the show, and that was just a mistake. (laughs) And you also tried to guess who was human and who was alien, and you did a pretty good job. I mean, I guess I said the aliens are trying to fit in. They're really just trying to keep their secret. They fit in great. They, They look human. They act human. They basically consider themselves humans just with extra additional powers. Uh, Megan, what are some of the powers we've seen so far this last season? All right. All right. All right. The very first power we see <laughs> is good lookingness. And the second power we see <laughs> is healing, healing, laying on hands. Just Curing like the major spell. wounds. Cure major wounds. Oh, we hold have on. the ability to. Can what? I interject something? Yes. I was going back and re listening to our episode, and you said the first episode. Max heals Liz for eight points of damage. I'm going to throw out there, I think that was more than eight points of damage. Well, I'm going to say I think Liz is a very low-level character and only has eight hit points. (laughs) (laughs) So he healed her for 1d10, and it was a very good roll. Good job. (laughs) But, But you're also welcome to disagree. All right. Let's see if I can name all the powers. Uh, There is the ability to touch someone and make them itch. The ability to heat things up with your hand. The ability to change the answer someone has written down on a test. The ability to change the color of your fingernail polish. The ability to play a CD by holding it. The ability to fix the air conditioning in a radio. The ability to project the soul of your dying grandmother outside of her dying body so she can relay her final words. Uh, The ability to hide a diary and nobody knows it was you. The ability to dream a magical dome and make art about it. Uh... The uh, the ability to walk in people's dreams, mm-hmm. the ability to turn a fire off with your hand, even if it's a grease <laughs> fire. <laughs> uh, the ability to dream your sex education. <laughs> and Will you make grass grow. And, and the ability to make grass grow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's. I think I got a lot of them. I now, think you did. Uh, these abilities don't all have specific names. They are grouped under the umbrella of molecular magic. And one of my beefs with this show is there's no clear definitions on their powers. Okay. The ability to spray paint graffiti with your hand. <laughs> and to make car horns go off. <laughs> That's right. And, and to make uh, fireworks happen. Yep, by exploding some light bulbs. Yeah, they they just kind of, I mean, I like that they're just kids. They don't have to be like soldiers or anything. You know, they can just be high schoolers and use their powers for shenanigans and stuff. And Mm -hmm. one thing I'm, I'm just realizing now is we see them now as they are teens. I would have loved to have been able to see how they acted 
like I don't think they I, I wonder if they knew if they had powers when they first came out of the pods or if they yes you have your hand raised you can talk to birds Max healed a pigeon with the power of his love oh, that's right as a, as oh, a they can heal broken bones oh yeah they, they can, can heal, heal broken, broken bones, bones. I, I just would have liked to have seen um, it wouldn't have fit with the way that the show is set up I totally get that I'm not saying because it didn't have this it's completely ruined for me I'm just saying I wonder if they found out about their powers over time or if they came out of the pods knowing that they had these powers. When did they make the sacred pact? Mm -hmm. That they never keep? They never keep. And when did they meet Michael? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would have been fun to have to have known about that. Maybe we'll get a flashback in season two. Write it on on the prediction. Okay. Uh, Speaking of predictions, Meg, you did some pretty good predicting as as the the bird flies as the crow flies i made an outlandish prediction in episode two that came true 19 episodes later (laughs) with an alien pregnancy scare (laughs) and i was livid but thankfully it didn't actually come to pass it was literally just a scare it wasn't an actual pregnancy so that was good I'm going to go through, I have my, my notebook here. I'm going to go through and see if I can find some predictions. Is one of them Max and Liz break up and then get back together? <laughs> uh, one of your guesses from the very, very beginning is that Kyle will go to the dark side. Oh, that. Why did you think that and why do you still think that? That's on okay. like page two of my notes. So I initially thought that because... I thought Kyle's father would die. Um, I thought something would happen when the sheriff was investigating the aliens and that Kyle would uh, strike out on his own to get vengeance for his dad. I thought we were going to see the the cycle continue on into Kyle. Uh, And that Mm -hmm. is why he did that. I would like to amend that prediction I feel mm-hmm. Michael will go dark side because, again, Michael always feels like an outsider. Michael has confirmation that he was designed to be inferior to Max. Hate that. And mm-hmm. Michael's now killed a man with his powers and he's having a lot of feelings about it. So I think he's going to isolate himself from his friends and his loved ones. I mean, he already broke up with Maria for it. And mm-hmm. uh, I think he's going to see himself as a bad guy. Duh. I hope the power of love can bring him back. <laughs> I like that. <gasps> I really, really like that. There's an alien power I forgot to talk about. It's Tess's ability to beam inappropriate dreams into your crush's brain. <laughs> like, the ability to make your crush fantasize about you, inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. That was the word of the season. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we we end the season finally getting someone on our side. The kids aren't going to be forever alone in yep. their, you know, everyday whatever shenanigans. And in one of the episodes, I think it might have been Toy House, which is the Grease Fire one, where Isabel really wants to tell their mom, like really wants to tell their mom, like is very upset that Max decides they're not going to tell their mom. And the season finale is they get to see like a hologram of who their mom might have been. 
Okay. And Isabel is really touched by it. And I just, I just like that, you know, that's her character, this consistent thing throughout the whole thing. See, and I didn't like that because obviously their real mom is the human mom that raised them. And I know that, like, we've always had questions about where they came from and everything, but I touched on this a bit in our last episode. Isabel has, like, such deep feelings for her human parents Mm -hmm. that I I get the emotional reaction that she would have to to seeing this recorded image of their of their birth mom but no it's not for me so I've got a question because the the hologram the image of their mom or the you know whoever tells them basically you have a destiny to come back and save us Meg if you were sat down and said hey you're from a different planet this is who you were before would you feel the need or a pull to go and save someone or save a planet that you had no emotional ties to? Uh, yes, I would go for it. Uh, okay. Mostly because I've I've always been obsessed with the, like the Narnia idea since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So even if I didn't have an emotional tie to that planet, I would go. Coming in 10 years to a TV near you... <laughs> A series about a woman in her 30s who does get to do just that. <laughs> nice. I'm very excited for that. Me too. Yeah, that's kind of a hard one because I feel like, well, it's not a choice I made. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> you know? Uh, and it, I was going to say, it could always be a trap. That's true. That's true. It could always be a trap. I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it gave me kind of Superman- vibes although listen to be honest i don't know about the comics i'm pretty sure krypton was all the way destroyed i don't think there's yeah. anything for superman to go back and yeah. save but yeah i don't i don't know how i would react to someone saying hey this is what you're supposed to do and i'm like what if i don't want to do that i'm gonna go through meg the list the names of the episodes Wait, we didn't talk about all my predictions oh i i didn't actually write them down <laughs> They're in each. They're in each episode. It's all right, so... y'all. Y'all have listened to the season. You know. You know how right or wrong I was. There's a few. There's a few. Let me. Let me see if I can find through these. Um, you guessed that before Toy House, Isabel is a dreamwalker. She was gonna make people do what she wants. Uh, you wanted there to be a fallout from the healing ceremony that Liz uh, backed out <sighs> on. That was my most hated episode of the season. Uh, you talked about the five stones being uh, important along with the five stars. And that another power of theirs would be time travel slash memory jumping. Okay. Uh, you guessed Nisado would be awful. I hold to that. You guessed that Maria and the sheriff's mom would go on a date. I'm the greatest writer in the world. <laughs> <laughs> You, I believe you guessed that Michael would turn 18 and try to gain his independence. Hey! He did try to gain his independence. He's not quite 18. You you guessed there would be no more Mr. Polsky, which you were right. Yeah, you guessed some really good stuff, Megan. Thanks. Uh, you guessed that the egg will talk to Liz. Nope. The, well, it can't all be winners. <laughs> you guessed that Alex will die. And you guess that Kyle will be there? I don't know what that means, okay. but that's in my notes. I don't know Alex what it means Alex dies, either. Kyle will be there. Okay. 
it's good to know. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go through and read uh, read the names of the episodes, and you can tell me if they were hit or miss, and then I want to talk about the kind of overarching story plot, and then maybe what you would have changed. Okay. Yeah. For this For this season. Okay, episode one, pilot. Hit. Episode two, the morning after. Miss. Episode three, monsters. Miss. Episode four, leaving normal. Okay. Uh, uh, mitt. Um, I didn't like it except for when Liz finally broke up with Kyle, which I had been rooting for for the first four episodes. I'll put that one in the middle. There will literally be one in the Mm -hmm. middle. Uh, Episode five, missing. Miss. Episode six, 285 South. Hit. Episode seven, River Dog. Worst episode of the season. (laughs) And that includes episode 17. (laughs) Episode eight, Blood Brother. Uh, Hit. Episode nine, Heat Wave. Miss, there was no soap in the soap factory. (laughs) (laughs) All right, episode 10, The Balance. Oh, wait. This is the worst one of the season. Sorry, I got this one mixed up with River Dog. No, (laughs) this is the worst one of the season, but seven was also a miss. (laughs) (laughs) Episode 11, Toy House. Miss, that's not how you put out a grease fire. That's the whole point. He does it incorrectly. And that's how the sheriff. Okay. No. I'm not going to argue with your hit or misses. Yeah. The uh, Toy House was a miss for me because it was actually kind of boring. Okay. Episode 12, Into the Woods. Hit. I loved the camping. Episode 13, The Convention. Hit. My coworker, Jonathan Franks. <laughs> That's not true. That's not how it is. But yeah, the convention was a hit. Episode 14, Blind Date. Best episode of the season. Hit. Except for the bit at the end where Max breaks up with her. Episode 15, Independence Day. Huge hit. Wonderful episode. Loved it. Tic Tac Flask. (laughs) You're always (laughs) in my heart. Yeah, I would. I think Blind Date and Independence Day are probably my top two top two favorites of season one. Um, episode sixteen, Sexual Healing. Oh, that would be a miss. <laughs> Didn't enjoy it. Episode seventeen, Crazy. Wow, this was a different kind of low. I think you and I both disenjoyed this episode. Yeah. That's going to be a yeah. miss from me. Mm-hmm. Episode eighteen. Test lies and videotape. Hit. Episode 19, Foursquare. Big ol' miss. I hated the alien pregnancy fake out. <laughs> Big time. Didn't like. I'm sorry, Jonathan Frakes, who directed that episode, and I'm sorry to the writer who wrote it, but that was just not to my taste. <laughs> episode 20, Max to the Max. Hit. The, the double Max got me. I did a little g- gasp. episode 21 the white room you're gonna be surprised this was a hit (laughs) i know i made fun of the torturegation um but it was a good solid episode nice episode 22 destiny hit megan you're gonna be surprised is it split evenly nope oh my gosh hit one by (laughs) one point 
Wow! So the whole season was hit or miss. (laughs) (laughs) This is fun. I can't wait to do this for season two. Yeah, we were saying that some of some of our episodes were similar, some were not. You know, we liked some of them, we didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but you were talking about the balance being the least, your least favorite. And I think yeah. that one was also my least favorite, too. Yeah. It felt, from what I recall, like several episodes had been chopped up and slapped together. And I think they were really trying to find their footing, uh, like, lore-wise, yeah. And they just, it, it missed. It missed and, big time. Uh, and I would like to call out again the negative perpetuated stereotypes about Native Americans and how they are portrayed in cinema versus how their cultures are in real life. That just, mm-hmm. it's just, it's not a good episode of television. Nope. So we kind of mentioned which ones are our favorite and not. Overall, the story plot of... Aliens living in Roswell, humans trying to figure out how to live with that. What story elements did you like over the season and what would you have done differently? Um, so we had a couple episodes and it was usually the episodes that we didn't like where the the tone would do a U-turn. Where there was usually an episode I didn't like before an episode I really enjoyed and the episodes I didn't like were like, uh, the plot is just this now because it has to be for what's coming down the line. Some of the things that I would have done differently. Let's see. Uh, I mean, I don't sh- need you to make up like a new no, episode yeah, I know. or anything. But... Um, I would have, I would have done Sheriff Valeni's storyline a little differently. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just creepy and inappropriate until the episode where he was just. Just accept that he's on our side, okay? Just be okay with it. Just accept it. And I would have liked to see him... I would have liked to see him connect with Michael, not knowing that Michael was an alien. I think that's something oh, I would have done because then the reveal would have been, like, even yeah. bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know we can't have the same guest stars all the time. I would have had Maria's mother in it more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... We talked about this before. I would have combined the roles of Agents Pierce and Topolsky, where we either had Miss Topolsky in longer before we found out who she was, or we would have Pierce in earlier before we found out who he was. Um, but it, it more felt like, oh, Topolsky wasn't what we're looking for. Let's write her off the show, and let's write in someone even more sinister. And I would have at least shown a picture of Richard Schiff's character when they told us he died. <laughs> So, was that your biggest disappointment, that they killed Toby from the West Wing? <laughs> no, because he would have started filming the West Wing this year, so I I wish him well. Um, <laughs> and I, I think something you and I have mentioned before is that a weakness of the show is sometimes the very episodic nature, um, that now we enjoy much longer storylines, and instead of stuff can just happen within an episode and then be immediately undone the episode after. Uh, Mm -hmm. I have no doubt that Max and Liz are going to be together by the end of the series. And so it's very frustrating. I hate will-they-won't-they storylines. I don't mind a slow burn, okay? I don't mind a they will, but when? Mm -hmm. What I really hate is they will. Oh, they're off now. Oh, they're back on. Oh, something's happened this week and now they can never be together again. And I'm just like, you're boring. (laughs) (laughs) what about you emily did you have 
thoughts? Yeah, because I haven't really seen this season. Now you have! <laughs> um, I actually hadn't thought about it until you pointed it out, but they don't use their powers very much. And they keep saying, oh, we're not good at it, we're not good at it. But every time they've used it, barring one or two times with Michael, they've worked. And it seems to make their life a lot easier and they can do really cool things. I would have liked to have more alien shenanigans rather than we don't use our powers, except we do all the time. Like, I would they liked there to have been... Uh, repercussions during mm. using their powers at one point and so then they swear again we'll never use them again or something like that I I like the whole powers aspect of it I like yeah. them being able to do whatever I think it does make it hard when your powers can do anything mm-hmm. because then you only like your problems don't seem like problems because you can use them to solve any yeah. issue that comes up and so i don't know i would like there to have been and usually i'm not like this usually i'm like no if you're gonna have powers have powers and kick butt and be amazing all the time i would have liked there to have been more rules or limitations or to really see them struggle like well sometimes it works and for us to see the times that it really does not work mm-hmm I, yes, and I also would like repeating powers. Mm-hmm. Like, not we a new finally, power every week. Yeah, not a new power every week. I mean, we, we finally did have Isabel's uh, dream walking is what happened the most often. We got that three different times. And mm-hmm. then there's the average telekinesis. But, like, I would have liked, you know, because Michael's powers, we find out, don't work as well as the others. I would have liked Michael to find something he specialized in that he didn't expect, like um like his, art? his psychometry. Oh yeah, or art. <laughs> um, but like when he was when he touched the key and he saw a vision, I think it'd be interesting if we have this very emotionally tough character, uh, finding out he has softer emotional based powers, when all oh. he really when all he really wants is to be like as good as Max at specifically what Max does and then finding out that, oh no, he has a very particular set of skills. I, to talk, because we're going to go and talk about the humans, but I want to talk about the aliens first. I loved their relationship between everyone mm-hmm. because they truly, I mean, they found out at the end of the season that they they weren't all siblings, but I loved how they portrayed the sibling relationship, not only between Isabel and Max, but also between Isabel and Michael and mm-hmm. Max and Michael, where Max really is the leader. He was taking care of Michael. Like when, you know, we saw in the first or second episode that Max has a sleeping bag in his room because Michael comes over so often to escape his terrible situation I at home. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, with Michael's bad situation at home, Isabel like wants to take care of him and is trying to set up ways that you know Michael can come and stay with them and that he can talk to their dad and talk about emancipation and when Michael gets his apartment Isabel is the one who goes grocery shopping and is unloading groceries for him like these people these kids take care of each other they're not just so wrapped up in their own lives that they only care about themselves I really really loved their dynamic Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
that sort of got lost over the season as it became more about the romantic pairings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what? What? I would have had fewer... I would have had fewer humans. I love Maria and I love Alex, but I think it would have been a tighter show if it was just the three aliens and Liz. But obviously Mm -hmm. Liz needs, like, she needs her human character. She needs her confidant. Would you have made it so Maria didn't find out so soon? Because Maria also finds out in the first episode. Yeah. Yes. I would have, I would have had Maria find out much later. Mm Mm-hmm. I would have had Liz not tell everyone all the time instantly. <laughs> I was surprised that Monster was a miss for you. Yeah. I think You I don't didn't... have to explain why. I was just, I was surprised yeah. when you said that because um, it's a very emotional. It is. Emotionally character driven one. Yeah. I, I remember being, well, because like, I'm like, Maria, they're not that scary. <laughs> Yeah, it would have been cool had they, and we're not going to go through every episode and been like, they should have done this, but it would have been cool had they played up what Maria must have heard her whole life about the aliens and yeah. why she would be afraid of them. I yeah. think that would have been a really good, a really good choice to show, oh my gosh, this stupid thing I've heard about my whole life is real. What? There should have been more Kyle in this season. <laughs> He was in I the credits. I agree 100%. But he wasn't in the show. Kyle is my, I'm not going to say favorite, but he is very close to being my favorite. No, he anyway. might be. No, Michael's my favorite. Michael's my favorite. And that's a big departure because Max. Because it used to be Max. Yeah. always my favorite growing up and watching this show. Max is probably my least favorite. I also love Michael. I find him more interesting as a character, compelling I love Kyle. I want him to do more. My biggest prediction for season two is going to be Kyle and Tess finding out who they are beyond society's expectations of them and therefore finding each other. So I'm looking forward to that storyline. That better happen. I like that. I like that a lot. Have their beautiful blonde babies. Yeah. What are your predictions for season two? Wait, sorry. We have to talk about humans, the humans first, and then we'll go to predictions right. for season two. I guess uh, we're kind of talking about the humans a little bit, but you know. And I, and I know I mentioned I would have liked less of Maria. Basically, it's it's the human stories aren't as interesting to me as the alien stories, but mm-hmm. Maria is the human MVP of this season. Her emotional yeah. intelligence and maturity, like made for really strong scenes and like much more powerful emotional resolutions than the things we would get with uh max and liz i mean that rain scene at independence day oh, oh. <laughs> i i just like that this isn't another teen show like there's a lot of teen problems in it and the will they won't they sort of a thing but We've talked about this before. Maria being emotionally intelligent, teaching Michael how to be emotionally intelligent. Just people being kind of the opposite of what you think they're going to be. Kyle being also emotionally intelligent instead of just being the jock, the dumb jock, the bully. He's well thought out and he's articulate and he, you know, is driven by his emotions. And it's not just... Mm -hmm. I'm and, a big tough guy, you know. And his, like you're saying, his emotional intelligence, his way that he spoke to Liz, especially in the early episodes when they were still dating, of him to like lay out, 
You said you would meet me at this time. You didn't. And that hurt my feelings. He has very clear content communication. Mm-hmm. Oh, the one thing that I really would have changed to be made different, to be made different, to have, have happened differently, whatever. Um, and we've talked about it before, so I, I apologize if you guys feel like we're just beating a dead horse. But it was the Alex storyline where he was the best friend and everything was great. And then there was the break and then they tell him about aliens. He doesn't believe them until he like I would have I would have done a little bit more work on the Alex storyline. It did not need to be a huge main plot or anything like that. But I would have liked a little bit more characterization of their friendship. Yes. Um, to see that more instead of just being told we're best friends. Because they hang out at the beginning of the of the season. But that's kind of it. We don't really get mm-hmm. a history. We don't really get a noodle incident of, oh, remember when this happened or anything like that. Yellow crayon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how does that scene make me cry? I don't know. It gets me every time. Every time. For those of you who don't know, it's it's a scene in Buffy where one character is literally about to like erase the world and someone comes up and starts telling them stories of their childhood and growing up together and there's a story about a yellow crayon and it's really touching. What were some of the most uh, emotional moments of the season for you? The rain scene in Independence Day. Yep. For sure. Um, I loved all of Blind Date where Max is drunk and is saying the things he wants to say Mm -hmm. but never would in real life. And Liz has to listen to them knowing that he's not going to remember this or, or he's, you know, only saying it because he's drunk or whatever. I really enjoyed that. Um, I really enjoyed 285 South where Michael and Maria yeah. really start bonding over kind of a shared background. Mm-hmm. I liked 285 South, especially when Kyle showed up and thought it was drugs. <laughs> um, I had a, I had a lot of feelings about Kyle this season, I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blind Date made me... That was a good, that was the best Max episode for me. Independence mm-hmm. Day was, oh, okay, yeah. I'm going to name every character's best episode. Okay. Give me a character. Uh, Liz Parker. Liz Parker's best episode was, I'm going to say the finale. I mean, she's she put in a solid performance the entire season and she just had some great moments in the finale Mm -hmm. all right so you gave us max evans which was blind date blind date michael was independence day maria Hmm. the max to the max when she finds out about the pregnancy but thank goodness did it happen oh I agree. I also think one of my favorite episodes of Maria is Monsters when she's talking to the sheriff. Okay, yeah. And when she finally, like, makes her decision of, hey, we we don't want to break up up any more families. families. Alex. Uh, Blood Brother. Mm Mm-hmm. Where he just does what Liz asks him to because they're friends and he trusts her. And then she, Mm -hmm. not literally, but stabs him in the back and (sighs) kicks him out. Actually, I want to update this because I think Alex and Isabel both shine in Heat Wave. Okay. Which is, that's the one where they end up in jail, right? 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no. Okay, um, that's that's Alex's best episode is Heat Wave. Isabel's best episode. Hmm. I liked her a lot more when she was the bratty popular girl at the beginning. I'm sad we lost that. Uh, what is it? The leaving normal where she agrees to be the waitress oh yeah uh and she's not ashamed of it she's just like this is what i've chosen to do therefore it's the cool thing to do like Mm -hmm. she just has so much self-confidence in herself yeah the sheriff sheriff valenti wow hated him for (laughs) a long time um uh, what's the one, okay, the one after crazy when he realizes he should be doing more research. Um, <laughs> but also his, his final real solid turn in the finale was great. And when he's holding Kyle, that was just great. So I'm going to say the, the actor's best episode was episode 22. Um, <laughs> but Into the Woods made me laugh a lot. <laughs> I was about to say, I really like that one. And finally, I guess we've already kind of talked about it, Kyle. He, he didn't, never enough. Never, never enough, enough, but um, I think Kyle's was leaving normal. Mm-hmm. Trying to be a really good boyfriend when Liz just doesn't care if he lives or dies. <laughs> also, I love the scene when he's playing basketball with his friends. I can't remember if that's in, oh no, it's in Missing when she's going to accuse him of taking the diary, I think. Mm-hmm. and he like doesn't want to talk to her because they've just broken up and he's like you go with max and you enjoy your secrets and she goes is that what you think kyle that i'm keeping secrets and i'm like liz elizabeth you literally <laughs> are you you are lying to him about it like yes that's it that's the reason <laughs> well i'm excited to see what these crazy kids are gonna get up to next so megan do you want me to tell you the first episode title or do you want to give me your season two predictions first i think i've generally given my season two predictions like because the show is so episodic um obviously we're gonna see a bunch of people who also had the alien communicators some of them will be friends some of them will be enemies uh tess and kyle is my big wish list for season two um, we're gonna, most immediately, we're gonna have to deal with Nisado, Nisado becoming Pierce and, like, Michael dealing with the emotional fallout of killing Pierce, which, hilariously, the season finale synopsis says that Michael accidentally kills Pierce, and I'm like, no, I think he tried very hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I hope we see more UFO Center and more of, of Michael's boss. <laughs> um max's boss that yes that max's boss and i oh my gosh i had one i had a big one what was it season two can you give me the the title for the season two premiere yes the season two is called skin and bones oh they have to get rid of pierce's body all right i'm gonna write that down do you want to hide a body? <laughs> it doesn't have to be in one piece. <laughs> I'm calling the police. Okay, bye. <laughs> but first, to get rid of the body. Awesome. Well, Meg, I have enjoyed 
my journey with you and thank you for letting me make you view this i really appreciate you of course i'm here to remind you emily that you've only got like 23 days to read warbreaker i don't know if that's enough days well that is why i told you two weeks ago to get started and i i told you yesterday to read it more and you know what you said to me you said you said Oh, I don't have to finish it till May 14th. I have time. Because <laughs> have you asked friend of the pod, Ted, yet? I have. And he's the one who gave me the date, May 14th. That's why we yes! have to do it then. That's okay, when Todd yes. is free. Ted. Yes. Sorry, I mixed up friend of the pod and Ted. <laughs> and his new name is Todd. So. Awesome. Well, I am looking forward to that. I will read it beforehand. So. Um, why don't I believe yeah. you? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Rude. I'm, I'm picturing you the night before. Episodes. I'm picturing you the night before, just like skimming it as fast as you can, and the next day I'm going to be like, "What did you think of the implementation of the blah blah blah, blah, blah plan in part blah 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 blah?" And you'd be like, "What? Yeah, it was cool." And I'd be like, "Ha! I tricked you. That never happened." <laughs> Oh, it'll be really fun. It will be fun. Yeah. Well, you all are wonderful. Thank you for listening to us. And we are looking forward, at least I know, I'm definitely looking forward to season two. I hope it lives up to my nostalgia rememberings. So we'll see. Maybe I'll hate it. And maybe Meg, you will love it. And we'll just argue about it the whole time. I know. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, oh, wait, before we get out before we get out of this wrap-up episode, I would be remiss not to state my favorite thing about this show is the beautiful lighting and cinematography. I mm-hmm. think the show's look of and design and feel is very unique and very beautiful, and I do like that a lot. Okay, now I've said it. Now I've said everything there. It's beautiful, a beautiful thing. All right, folks, enjoy your week. We love you. We believe in you. And we'll see you on the flippity-flop. Do you mean the flip side? That's a saying. If it looks like a flip, it talks like a duck. <laughs> um, I think the saying is, I'll see you on the flip side. Not, I'll see you on the flippity-flop. I don't know about that. All right, readers, uh, listeners, <laughs> tune in. Tell us who is right and who is Emily. <laughs> Maybe I'll put up a Twitter podcast or Twitter Twitter poll. A Twitter poll. Yeah. All right. Have a good evening, everybody. We love you. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Hey, friends. Thanks so much for joining us for our quick intermediate episode between season one and season two of Roswell, the 1999 version. Our next episode, we jump into season two, and I'm so excited. And you can catch that next episode on June 2nd. So that's when our next Roswell episode comes out. Uh, If you are enjoying this podcast, which we really hope you are, you can also hear Megan and I talk about Brandon Sanderson's The Way of Kings. And that next episode is coming out on May 26th. And uh, as a little treat to you all, we are currently recording a miscellaneous episode of My Sister Made Me View It. And we're going to start a new kind of podcast 
channel for that, I guess. I don't know. But we are doing Our Flag Means Death from HBO Max. Megan has seen it. She love, 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 loves it. And I haven't seen any of it. And so I am the one that is coming into it with fresh eyes and fresh heart. And I really like it so far. Spoilers, just so you know. Uh, but we're working on that and we'll get that up soon and we will let you know when we start posting that. Um, special thanks to Michael Biancardi for the use of his song, A Passing Storm. Thanks, Michael, so much. We really appreciate you. We really appreciate this song. Make sure you swing by our Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram for pictures of our pets, rainfair outfits that Megan has worn and put together. Um, that's pretty much all we do on our social media handles, but we'd love it if you swung by and just said hi. That's the end of our announcements for this Roswell episode. Catch us again, 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 catch us again, again, again. Come listen to us again on June 2nd. That's when we're going to start Roswell Season 2, Episode 1. Can't wait. Meg, it's going to be great. Thank you again for letting me make you view this. Uh, You guys, listeners, our favorite people in the whole wide world, we just hope that your next couple of weeks go great and that Mercury being in retrograde will not affect your lives disproportionately, I guess. Negatively, that is the word I'm looking for because you all deserve nice things and I hope you get them. And just remember, we believe in you. (laughs) 